Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to the latest episode of the Estate Agents Podcast on Sunday the 7th of February. Uh, no Andy Overman today, who's having well-deserved family time as after another um, really hectic and busy and exciting week for him, so he's doing exceptionally well and it's great to hear what's going on, but delighted to be joined by Luke Sinclair, the King of Leicester the laptop campaign of Leicester. Is it over 300 you've now delivered? Yeah, I th I've got to do the totals later on, but I think we're around 320 um, wow. that, we put in, that we put into local schools. Um, and the absurd thing we had this week um, is we'd had arrangements with a particular school or um, academy. So we went down, never heard of this woman. Uh, all pre-arranged never heard of this woman and if you want to drop them off then you've got to sign these disclaimers these waiver forms that you're not going to bill us for them afterwards and uh and and all of this which i, I get i get that to a certain extent but uh, but then it also kind of there's a business lesson i think there as well i know academies their education but essentially they are businesses as well and it's like they didn't know that we were arriving so could you liken that to someone coming in to pick up keys you've had a conversation with xyz at your company they're coming in and they've got no idea what it's about is that then the kind of experience that customers having if they're coming in to pick up keys or pick up a document or pick up a set of brochures or, or whatever it is so again i think there's a there's a business lesson that you can take from it as well well definitely and actually preparing for surveyors and stuff like that and yeah. having all that information which is going to make a which is going to make a yeah. difference good yeah. morning scottish paul thank you for joining us yeah. i hope it's all well in scotland and you don't have yeah. too much snow morning james clark hope you're feeling better thanks very much for joining us say what, hello what goes on with scottish paul stays with scottish paul doesn't it scottish paul <laughs> <laughs> but Scottish Paul knows what we're referring to. But so, if you want to know, please, if we get enough comments, maybe yeah. we'll say something. But or enough have... donations, or enough donations, perhaps, to the yes. laptops. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll open it up. Bribery will, get you, every... Bribery will get you everywhere, Paul Rolfe. Paul will be sabotaging it. But, uh, but you know, you mentioned about obviously surveyors, but what about completion day? Um, and I mean, Josh Fegan talks about this um, in some of his training and, and blueprints. So on completion day, does everyone in your office know what properties are completing? And that could be everyone from lettings to sales to an accompanied viewer that happens to be in the office at that time that unlocks the door to see someone. So that because that customer coming in, um, that's probably one of the most exciting days of their life. Um, and then also when you hand the keys over, he talks about Russian roulette. So it's like you hand over a big bunch of keys and it's like they've got to work out what um, uh, what key does what. So at least at least identify maybe the front door key so they don't have to get to the front of the house with a big bunch of keys and spend 20 minutes trying to get in and then realise perhaps it was the second bunch of keys that you've not given to given to the buyer. So, um, so th that was another bit of learning from Josh Fegan this week on, on that. Yeah, it's just, just the tiny things, isn't it? So I yeah. think Paul Rolfe and Andy Overman were playing cards against humanity last night. So um, I'm sure Paul learned loads of new things because I know when I've played that game, which is a which is a lot of fun, I've had to go into the dictionary to find out what half the things mean. It's yeah. ridiculous. 
Um, so we were talking off air and you talk about yesterday and yeah. um, your activity levels yesterday, you were incredibly surprised with. It'd be interesting to know everybody watching this morning. Um, how was your Saturday? Did you notice a difference yesterday? But what happened, Luke? Yeah, so um, by 1pm each day, we have the phone call figures that are published as a gecko board into our Slack channel. And it, and it flagged up on, on Saturday. I thought, wow. So same number of phone calls in and out by 1pm um, that there were the previous Saturday. Um, and then by the end of the day, it's been the busiest Saturday for probably around kind of 12 weeks or so. Um, and, and that wasn't necessarily just because of phone calls, it then rippled down for vow bookings, for viewing. So it was a productive Saturday in terms of those phone calls. So there was a direct relationship. Um, and so is that, again, is that maybe a change in the tide a little bit with, with what people's um, activity and intentions are? Just be interesting to see if anyone else of our listeners kind of noticed that in particular. Uh, again, the... Uh, um, I was I was listening to um, OS, um, which is a Josh Vegan short course from his membership thing, and he talks about instrument control and again a pilot, so they can fly the plane just by purely by instrument control, so they can see on the dashboard so what the altitude is, what the fuel level is, and what all the various dials are saying. So again, from your from your own agency, have you got your own instrument control, your own dashboard that is giving you the, these little bits of information to make little fine tuned tweaks here, there, and everywhere to to maybe have to put resources into viewing? So we've we've got a, an accompanied viewer that is on furlough because he was over seventy, he's just had his jab, and he's happy and prepared to return back after three weeks. Um, and at the minute, perhaps the viewing demand isn't there, but we may need to start thinking about bringing him back in. Right, let's say morning wise one, thank you for joining us. Morning, morning, Mr. Tech Entrepreneur, thank you for joining us. Morning, Richard, thanks very much for joining us. Pleasure to welcome you all this morning. So that's really interesting to hear, Luke, and be interested to hear from everybody else. Just put in the comments, how was your Saturday? And how was last week, actually, the first week in February? Did you notice a difference? Was it a lot busier? um you know so that's encouraging to hear yeah. um yeah. and hope hopefully um that's going to continue now do you think it's because people are i don't you know how long we've been in lockdown now again do you think people are now getting bored people want to know what their properties are um go on with yeah. you answer that and then we're uh, <laughs> you're trying um, to multitask there weren't yeah you? don't, don't yeah. be silly <laughs> Comment, um, comment, came, comment came in. Yeah, I think I think it's a combination of things. Obviously, January can be a bit of a, a a bitty month because it's the Christmas hangover, isn't it? So people have got their credit card bills to pay, and they're getting back into and and things are generally busy with sorting things out for the year ahead. Obviously, this year we've had the homeschooling again to get used to, and I know parents up and down the country as well as teachers are extremely stressed with trying to sort out the homeschooling. Um, so I think now that they've got into a routine, because again, they talk about you've got to do the hat, you've got to do the thing for 
21 28 days in order to create the habits and now they've created those habits so they've again back to daniel spencer so they, they've they've got that uh conscious competence stage haven't they um uh so i think that they're now fo focused on right okay the good weather the better weather's going to be upon us soon again you notice it in the evenings now lighter evenings albeit half four it's still light instead of pitch black and and things so it's it's starting to look a bit more bit more promising the there's signs of greenery coming out you've got daffodils in the shops and and things like that so it's it's time to get exciting uh pull pulled right let's andy last saturday was our busiest saturday ever 62 viewings two appraisals this saturday slightly quieter but still decent demand is still high it's very driven by stock price reductions and ft what's ft well yeah what's ft it's going to be something obvious isn't it yeah of course it is yeah. um paul in scotland busier for us upward trend over the last two or three weeks uh in the southwest activity is improving week on week i think people are looking forward now um, we're getting less post xmas divorce vows okay how many post xmas divorce vows did you have paul rolf hey <laughs> Yeah, but it's it's true. It's true, though, is that it? it comes in the cycles. People spend a lot of time, and we have been spending a lot of time with each other. And you do sometimes make that decision: do you really want to be spending even more time with this with this person? And sometimes it doesn't work out that way. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Fall through, relaunch to the market. Okay, thank you. It was it was obvious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, what about your week, Mister Brown? so interesting so home home wise um sam's comfortable um sleeping a lot um got a lot a lot more real for me on um friday um the hospital bed or uh, the hospital bed was delivered so we put that up in the room and made um made her a lot more comfortable uh, i have to say the service um from the nhs is just unbelievable so um literally the community nurse came in on um wednesday um sam wasn't sure whether she was gonna whether she wanted one um she was happy with um our bed and then she decided that she wanted she wanted one so Colt called them up i think it was wednesday six o'clock um and by friday one o'clock the bed was delivered put up uh, which was incredible um it kept me up all um friday night because it just buzzes there's a motor that buzzes so every time sam moves it moves and it just drives me mad so i didn't have a good night's sleep friday night and i think i was so exhausted last night i just managed to get my first um my first night full sleep in i can't remember how long i literally slept straight through which was nice but it got real you know i'm now you know sam's not in bed we're not together after 30 years so that's obviously tough and it's just you know her sleeping longer i just think sadly um we're getting we're getting closer to the end and then um, i get a knock on the door yesterday afternoon and it's from a neighbor to say um you may be seeing a lot of people coming in and out of our home i just want to let you know we're not having covid parties but sadly our um my mother-in-law's um also got terminal illness so i said i don't want to play games but i think that's snap um so it was so that wasn't great so got to um my wife and obviously the neighbor across the road that's suffering 
Yeah. I know there's a lot more people that are suffering as well. Um, so, but the service was great. And because of a buzzing, I actually called, um, called them back. And literally within half an hour, they came yesterday to look at it. Wow. And they, and they just said, Stephen, it's a motor. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, but, but what, what, what great service though. With yeah, I mean, you know, it's amazing. Around to having it delivered, to having the manufacturer or the supplier out there um, to to reassure you, to make sure it's it's all safe and all working and that it's perfectly normal. Yeah, so, you know, that was that was incredible service. Really, really impressive. And then work-wise, really busy. Um, so, you know, great. Did um, doing some lister training, doing some prospecting. Um, doing um, training uh, with top performers and so what it takes to be top performers. So um, really be really been enjoying that. So um, that's been a lot of fun. That's been good. Um, so um, let's just share let's just share a few things. Yeah. Okay. So one so one of the things let's talk about offers. Mm. So one of the things we've been talking about is no regrets. Okay. When you make an offer, yep. if you're a buyer. Yeah, with no regret offer. So yeah. what? Thanks, Rav. Thanks, Andy. So what is for everybody watching? What is a no regret offer, and where did that come from? Yeah, so I think I um, all, all, every morning I when I go for a walk, I listen to a podcast or a piece of learning, and mainly this week it's either been Daniel Spencer or Josh, and something that stood out straight away was no regrets offer, and it was from Daniel Spencer as part of the um, training that you put on uh, in early January. Um, and the first time of using it, we extracted an extra £10,000 on first offer from a buyer. A colleague that um, I then passed that information on to extracted an extra £5,000 out of the buyer that they were on the phone to at the time. Started off at two and a half, went up to five. Um, and, and it basically is, look, Mr. Brown, I need you to put forward your no regrets offer so that it, if I came to you tomorrow and said, unfortunately, we, we've now sold the home to Mr. Overman um, and you think, oh, I wish I'd gone up to X price or I wish I'd gone up to 255 or 260. That was the that I wouldn't have any regrets at that price. So. Um, so. So, yeah, so that that's basically what no regrets offer. And it's quite an emotional word to use with buyers because you want them to leave the negotiations with no regrets. Um, and, and that's how you kind of explain it to them. Okay, so in those cases, they didn't go up in increments. They went up in, um, they went to their best, or yeah. as Rav, Rav said, their walk away, their walk away offer. Yeah, absolutely. And sometimes as an agent, um, uh, and they, we talked about this in um, in our valuers uh, training. Um, and a lot of agents will use best and final. So they'll use the best and final offer. And best and final is uh, sometimes can be a bit intimidating. Um, whereas use an emotional word to 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 get people to to pay the price that they want to pay or the most that they'll pay to extract out the best result for the owner. Yeah, and actually, there you go. Your spot, Rav, hits the nail on the head. It's better than best price and more emotionally worded. So again, yeah, great, love that. That's so. Great. So that is something 
everyone listening to so you get those snippets on the estate agents podcast don't you mr brown of course um, you do don't you mr <laughs> don't you mr whale hey um, but that's something that you can do as part of your morning meeting tomorrow and just have five minutes explaining what no regrets offer is um we i did it over at our OB office on i think it was wednesday and all morning, all I heard was Jen asking people to put forward their no regrets offer, no regrets offer, no regrets offer. And it, and she she loved it. So, um, so absolutely, it's something people should be adopting. Brilliant. Now, the next one, I think, I think, and you most probably think is pretty obvious. And I reckon everybody watching this or listening to it will be pretty obvious. But... I want to ask people, and I want you all to be honest, and you can put it in the comments because nobody sees the comments, especially when they're listening to it on their morning walk. So yeah. they won't see there. Um, <laughs> what can I? I don't know what spearmint rhinos is. I need to go and look it up. I'll be back in a minute. Yeah. Um, so I want everybody to be really honest here. Okay. So on market appraisals, as a percentage, how frequently are you getting in front of both um, decision makers? And as a percentage, how frequently does your team who are booking in the appraisal actually ask that question? Because um, one of my learnings this week with an agency, what we found was it isn't being asked enough. Okay, maybe being asked, maybe yeah. we're being a bit harsh. Okay, but definitely definitely being uh, um, not asked enough and um, you've got a huge opportunity to get your conversion rate up with just a little simple tweak now I know that sounds pretty obvious and I know you think people are doing it but my question to you is is it really happening yeah. are you really asking the question in your branches offices so come um, on, be honest. Comment down beside. I won't name and shame, Luke. Mate. And I suppose it um, is then. If if you think it's happening, are you checking that it's happening? Because again, going back to something that I mentioned last week with Julian Adele, um, you kind of colleagues um, do what you inspect, not what you expect. So again, it's creating that culture to make sure it is being checked. Um, and that's not to catch people out. It's to make sure we're doing that right service delivery all the time. 100%. 100%. Definitely. So the other thing I like is about hidden value. Okay. So when you're in the property and you're with the vendor and you're on the market appraisal, asking them, you know, what do they think is their hidden value? So coming back to emotions, you know, what can you do? when you're um, walking around with that buyer um, to talk about, well, here's, you know, this is what the vendor likes about, you know, this is, they see things that we don't see. Uh, morning, Tim. Thank you. Um, so what do you reckon? Hidden value. Yeah, uh, no, uh, abs abs absolutely. Um, because it may not, it may not be obvious to you um and i think daniel spencer on if, if i'm right he he, he gets you or, or encourages you to ask the owners what encouraged them to buy the home in the first place so what one thing or two things was it that actually stood out to them um because sometimes we we can be guilty of getting complacent and every house is like the next one but to them it's their home so what is it is it because of 
the, the reputation of the street? Is it because of the neighbours? Is it because of the outlook? The the sun is look great on an evening. Again, that's an emotional thing. So how we can talk to potential buyers about it. So um, no, great question. Okay. And I also like this one when you're booking in the appraisal. Um, which part of a home do you enjoy most? And hopefully, yeah. as long as they don't save a bedroom and bathroom, you're okay. <laughs> but you know, if they save a dining room, if they save a kitchen, um, that's where you should be holding your uh, marketing meeting when yeah. you go on the appraisal because they're in a happy place. Yeah. As somebody said, I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. My happy place is Burnley Football Club. Oh. <laughs> which was nice. So let's see what people say. No and no, probably around 80%. Don't think the team ask at Prevail very often. Thank you for your honesty, Scottish Paul. Um, Anton, however, doing more market virtual appraisals and then yes. Okay. We ask at Vail inquiry stage, who are the owners, how, how many and name. Okay, great. Great, great, great to hear. So thank you. Okay. So they're three things. Um, and then one of the things I also liked is um, a lot of people I think are, I mean, I read on all the posts is there's a shortage of properties coming onto the market. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. There's less to, for us where we're finding um, less homes coming to the market. And what we're seeing is the homes that have been on the market for, um, so as you know, we do our value a report card each month because I, I send you the information so that people can't pull the wool over your eyes um, when you're talking to them about their numbers. Um, and I don't know if you noticed, but the majority of the sales agreed during the month of January were for homes that have been on the market for greater than 60 days. Um, so it's quite an interesting uh it's in a good way it, it's good uh that those that those homes are selling but there are less homes coming to the market for sure okay so what should agents be doing now okay to get that i need some new tech yay i like to see this on the kerfuffle podcast mincy yeah. what's going on rather than see simon whale in his um shorts and um and socks that aren't pink there's an exclusive simon well simon well only wears pink up top not down below <laughs> so now i mean again there's there's lots and and i was um when i went for the walk this morning it just as a and it's not to replace a conversation but just as a way of adding value could you not send a reminder to all of your past sales and completions um, a year on from their completion date about reminding to get the boiler serviced and introducing them to a local tradesman. Um, yeah. Again, everyone recommends, and it's from a safety aspect that you can, that you need to have your boiler serviced. So is that not a way of adding value? Set it up as an automated text message. Um, and then you've also got your links in with your local trades. And of course, when your local trades go round, they're also going to be, singing your praises and it's an opportunity for them to do a bit of prospecting for you because then they can maybe find out what's going on with, with their situation so they could be looking at extending but they could be looking at buying an investment property etc etc and feeding that feeding that kind of information back so just it was just an idea that i had walking walk this morning something that we're going to put in place tomorrow no i like that 
I mean, and I heard the story, um, I don't know if I mentioned it last week, um, where um, a, a lister came out of a property. There was somebody doing the gutters and yeah. they just had a conversation and that person had 30 properties that self-managed. Yeah. So, um, you know, just wow. by talk, talking to people, there's opportunities there, full stop. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, which is great. Okay. Yeah, so, um, David, what's going on in Manchester? Is it picked up? Is it still quiet? Let us know, Anton, what's happening in Tamworth. Is the market picked up? You seeing more properties coming on? Is it quieter? Simon, you deal with agents up and down the country. Um, what's going on? Let us know. Put in the comments. Give us some feedback. Make sure you're all awake this morning. Absolutely. Um, and something that happened Friday. So I know a lot of agents are, um, uh, Anton needs a new job cleaning gutters first. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure you could, I'm sure you, well, with your drone, Anton, that you, that you've got, you could go around doing free inspections for people for their guttering cleaning. So, um, but I know a lot of land. And at the same time, ask them about Salesforce. <laughs> yeah. How's that going for you, Anton? Um, but um, I know a lot of agents on here blog um, and they use various source, sources like Jerry Lyons um, and there's Christopher Watkin to, to name a couple. But um, again, just, just be consistent in doing that because I ha I've had regular phone calls over the past couple of weeks and in particular one from someone only on Friday that wanted some advice on what's happening with the electrical regulations because they're, they're being told all different information from different electricians. Um, again, they were, they were a local client to us. They'd bought a property for us before, but we did not know that they had an investment property. So again, just it's just that consistency in getting that information out there. And that particular article had probably been put on the blog about two, three months ago. And they're still reading it now and then just making sure then you've got your contact details your mobile phone to make it easier for them to contact you don't put the office number put your mobile on so that then it makes it easy for the customer to to contact you so um so absolutely so what's david been doing donating two laptops this week to schools that really need them that's good that's good and here you go if you need a laptop and you are an estate agent and you want one for your local school and i haven't delivered one to you please get in contact with me um i'll be happy to sort that out i mean you look you've been amazing over 300 computer and laptops tablets um delivered absolutely phenomenal i think um um, and Simon Whale, I'm very grateful for all your mentions this week in Property Industry Eye and all your blogs about what's going on. So thank you. But I think up to um, £43,000 raised now, um, yeah, which is incredible. Um, so thank you, everybody. I have got over about 150 tablets and laptops sent out now, which is going. Um, so there's still loads more to do. Um, what was really interesting is I've been put into contact with two uh, manufacturers, Lenovo, and I think it's called AOUS or AUOS, um, and the, one of the guys from there. And this is a really scary, scary fact, really scary fact, um, that um, in America, 80% have kids have access to computers at schools. Guess what the percentage is in the UK? 
Less. 14. 20%. Wow. I mean, that's that's a scary, scary number. So it is a massive, massive issue. So to answer your question, David, no, they haven't. Um, but um, as you asked, uh, I did have an anonymous donation from Property Mark. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> who actually are being amazing. So, you know, they contributed a huge amount but also their marketing that they're doing to get it out there is absolutely fantastic. So well done to Property Mark. I'm incredibly grateful. Yeah. It's um, become a task, Mr. Brown. Have Property Mark contributed to your fundraising total? Uh, anom anonymously. Shit. Yes. <laughs> well done. No, fair play. Fair, fair, fair play to them. And, and fair play to all of the people that have contributed because I know there's been some agents in there as well as suppliers. Oh, it's and, amazing. Um, so um it's um it's 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 great and we're even joined by mr watkins this morning hello christopher yeah we've got some big names on here so, so um so yeah it's absolutely fantastic rav just said 44 so i don't know if that means rav if you've made a donation that would be amazing so thank you 44,000, rav or, 40, or maybe he wants 44 or maybe he wants 44 <laughs> computers i don't know <laughs> But um, thank you. So, so, no. so no, no, absolutely brilliant. And we, um, hopefully, we should be delivering another twenty tablets this week um, to, to other schools because, like I say, there is still a massive real need that they are getting there now with with what the government are giving out. Um, and I spoke to a school in the week, and they've just had one hundred and fifty delivered. So fair play uh for getting their asses into gear on that but there is still a massive massive need um for it and i had a really nice um video done um incredible from, from the from two children but um and one of the little lads there has actually been able to move up a reading group because he's been able to read out loud via the tablet to his school teacher and his school teacher has has kind of recognized the fact that his readings come on so he's now been moved up a reading group. So without that tablet, then again, how, how much encouragement does that give to a child knowing that they're moving up a group at school? It's it's massive. So they're not missing out on that education. We all know how important it is. Um, so uh, just, just thanks to everyone that's been doing the great work and obviously delivering the devices that you've been raising money for. Yeah, amazing. And please keep going, keep on putting pressure on all the big names. Um, you know, that'd be absolutely amazing if we could get get up to fifty thousand this week and then we keep on we keep on upping it and upping it. Um, which is absolutely fantastic. So thank you very much. Incredibly yeah. helpful. Um, I mean, here's one that I heard. So again, that was a great, great story. I had um a message from a lady in an affluent area who went to her school and her school said we've got 244 disadvantaged kids here um and this is what in an affluent area she said of which 107 have been given laptops that means 134 don't have access at the moment and that's in one school yeah. So if you imagine how wide this problem is. And so for me, I'm just incredibly grateful that everybody in, in the you know, property industry um, 
is doing something it's just yeah. incredible absolutely fantastic so please um jamie governor i haven't heard from you rav let me know send me a message um if you want a, a laptop and i'll get it sent to you so please direct message me let's get them out there because they need yeah. them as soon as possible absolutely. so what else is going on how's the rest of your how's your this week looking what you got planned uh, yeah, so the week ahead, um, we've got some. Uh, I've got a, a secret meeting with Assad and Perry Power. Not um, so secret now. Lucky we don't have any listeners. You're no. all right, so it is secret. Just so, you and us talking on a Sunday. That's it. Yeah, so secret, secret meeting, which may become fruitful. So we'll see. Um, we, we may reveal some, something on that. Um, we've got uh, some web big website changes that we're making to our own site. So it's doing some training with our media guy. He doesn't know it yet, um, but he will know about it tomorrow. Um, on those, we've got lots of changes to our CRM, which is Salesforce. Um, so we're doing lots and lots of changes on that. Um, just one on our vendor report. So on our vendor report, we're gonna have a, a chart about price feedback. So what percentage of the viewings felt the price was there or above? On, on the home's value or below. So again, it's it putting it into an, uh, a graphical format for them rather than it just listing it as numbers. Um, and uh, and, tra and training, so, so this week, and then hopefully we should hear Wednesday, maybe Thursday, when we're gonna be moving house. Oh, that's exciting. So um, have you found that process, being an agent and then going out there, how's it been? Um, the would if we were a normal member of the public would we have maybe brought the house that we're going for from the marketing absolutely not because the marketing is abysmal there the houses are built now and they're still using cgis and they're not and they're not using many photos so i think they're missing a massive massive trick there um the the process has been quite smooth but we've made sure that we've put everything it, uh, we've got our ducks in a row. So we've had the boiler service. We've had the electrical inspection done to the 18th edition. Um, we were aware of the little bits that can hold things up. So a solicitor comes back and says they want you to get the boiler service. We've already had it done. So that's going to save a week, two weeks potentially, because at the minute trying to get maybe as an individual homeowner, trying to get someone around to come and service your boiler could take a week, maybe two weeks with how busy they are and, and COVID. So um making sure before we'd even agreed the sale everything was back with the solicitor the only thing i wish we had done was applied for the local search to have sped things up on on our own that we could have passed on that that was the only thing that i wished we potentially could have done uh, but that's hindsight but what are we so we agreed the sale first week in jan so we should hopefully be fingers crossed touching wood lucky rabbit's foot and all of that um 19th 19th of feb hopefully if not sooner okay so that's six weeks from start to finish yeah it's pretty impressive yeah yeah so it's then using that as a case study uh, and if we've got to use our use our own experiences as the case study but we've got facts to to back it all up we can demonstrate to um to our clients that we're going to help them get moved quicker if they if they follow our advice if they don't then they're going to add days weeks and months onto it <laughs> great name of a company simon love that yeah. hindsight <laughs> 
it is but you're right it's spot on um there you go i <laughs> there you go that's scary isn't it morning yeah. Abigail. how was your um cocktail saturday night was it uh was it very nice last night for watermelon whatever it was that could, could, it could be a reason why she's joined the podcast a bit late today Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> maybe so coming back to what about your search so when you went out there how yeah. many properties did you see what sort of things did you do you think agents i mean you don't want them to improve because obviously presumably you're buying in your area so yeah. you're happy you're happy to see such poor um agents but you know what can you take and bring into your business from what you've learned from what's going on um when you did when you went out on the viewings or you know as you said you know it's a new build property and they're still um the cgis you know yes. they, why aren't they showing the show home when they're yeah. showing the living space and what it's like absolutely and and it's a good and it's a good build otherwise we won't be buying it but um so one of the experiences where we were able to book an online um viewing and it wasn't with uh pb um it was with a house builder so we were able to book straight into their diary for a day that they're not actually open so that's that's a that's a good start so miller's miller homes need to sort their system out on that one um uh, i thought you were gonna say and they did it so they deliberately came in on their no, when they were closed no so then they, they didn't they didn't turn up um and uh they didn't even follow up with a phone call so how on earth that so we've we must be lost in the abyss somewhere with with millers in their system so they didn't even ring to apologize and uh, to try and correct uh correct their mistakes but um something we found interesting just before christmas was uh, a corporate agent was putting up uh, for sale signs for properties around the 20th 21st of december so we were just having a drive around certain areas so just to see what what the areas were like and things and we'd seen signs go up when we rang the agent um oh i work on lettings i don't know uh, much about that um the other the when we got the phone call back it was well that's not launching until boxing day so um we can't do anything until then okay why put a sign up so they they i, I understand the whole boxing to launch thing but i think the technique needs to be redefined um and they could have made a lot more of a uh, uh history uh saga about it and created a bit more activity um one of the interesting ones they, again they the, take your note details though uh pass i can't remember i can't remember uh that i can't remember um one of the agents that we went to so they actually work for this corporate agent in uh financial services and they couldn't understand why it was launched just before Christmas when the office was going to be shut for three or four days to handle the inquiries, um, which is true. So if you, I think we've talked about this earlier on, uh, just in, in the new year. So um, basically, if, you, if you're going to launch a property, at least be prepared to handle the inquiries, because again, we know the property interest levels are right at the top when it first comes to market. So you want to strike whilst the iron's hot. So generally the the experience has not been great um and the lack of um uh, awareness or con not concern but caution around kind of 
PPE and COVID was a bit of a um, was a bit of a concern, and also the lack of virtual tours. Um, but what did we look at? Just photographs and price. And so, do you, just so, do you think it'd be interesting to know again? Everybody comment. But do you think brochures are gone now? You don't need bro. You don't need wordy brochures. You just I'd be, need, I'd be amazed. Just need pictures. I'd be amazed if anyone actually read it, actually read the brochure, because I don't think they need to be told it's a deceptively spacious uh, home. That quite often, again, look at it from your mobile perspective. So most of the activities on mobile you need the thumb stoppers and the thumb stoppers are the floor plans, the photographs and a decent video or a quirky video to grab attention. Um, whilst th there's lots of things fighting for our attention, that's the same in home searching. So um, we, we were sitting there on one evening and Stacey told me, I said, you know what, we've not even looked at one bit of wording. And yet, uh, and she, she said in the agent's opinion, this one's deceptively spacious. Okay, thank you. Anton, our brochures are pretty much just a description, bullet points and sizes. Everybody else, what are you doing? Are you still preparing brochures, maybe digital brochures that you send out? Or do you think now is enough just to be giving out, um, letting people look at photos and the virtual tours? And also if it's a vacant property like a Joe home, where you can actually put your furniture in and placing yeah. it, stuff like that. Yeah. Again, I think I know Dr. Photo do a service where they can do virtual dressing. So again, trying to sell the lifestyle. But perhaps is it a time now that dressing of homes is going to become more important than actually writing a brochure to get that to get that wonder shot of the lounge, to get that wonder shot of the kitchen, to sell the lifestyle? Because again, that's what a lot of people are buying now is is that lifestyle that they want to buy into. Okay, so David, I will send you the link to the mic I'm using because, in all honesty, I haven't got a clue. It'll be somewhere. It'll be somewhere that where I bought it. So I will send it to you. Um, uh, okay, doctor is amazing. Yep, very good. Um, our competitors are still saying what window to front, radiator, electric, electric, electric points. Ooh. Brilliant. Well, Luke, I know you are waiting for somebody to come in, so I'm going to yes. let you go thank you so much um i know you were going to ask me one thing about daniel spencer and a special offer i'm doing yes so, so um i want to carry on raising as much money as i can so daniel spencer masterclass which um was in january all the recording workbooks and slides are in a private facebook group if you are interested direct message me and i will make a donation for everyone that buys a um buys it to the um laptops for home schooling campaign so please direct message me and let me know um have a great week everybody thank you very very much um andy we missed you yes luke thanks very much i'm sure we'll speak about 250 times this week so yeah, it's always it's always it's always always a pleasure mr brown I look forward to it as well. Thanks very much for listening. Thanks very much for watching. Um, watch Kerfuffle Podcast at 10 o'clock. Listen to Kerfuffle Podcast at 10 o'clock. Mm. They've shared to me what is in, what they're going to be discussing today. And it is well, well worth tuning into. That's all I can say. Yeah. So enjoy it. Um, have a good Sunday. Have a great week. And please review us. Five stars. Google. Share with us. 
well, why not? with other colleagues in the industry, all, all of that. And um, if it wasn't for David Mintz, I'm sure that Kerfuffle podcast would not be as successful as what it is today. Bye, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> Have a